Hey everybody, Ian here to tell you all about the fine shows you could be listening to from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Let's start it off with the original Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all, starring myself and my good buddy Chewy, where we talk about our friendship, our past, our future, our history, ghosts, clowns, sharks, dolphins, and Stan Lee. That comes out every single Friday. You can also check out Four Color Commentary, where myself, Chewy, Ryan, and Alan talk about comic books. That's right, kids, comic books. Old, new, comic book movies and news, so many comics you can't even handle it all. That comes out every new comic book day, which is Wednesdays for those of you in the know. If you're an old or new comic books fan, this is the podcast for you. And every Saturday, Ryan and I team up for an action-packed blockbuster with Super Action Bros, where we watch movies with explosions and car chases. Strap in, everybody, and get your popcorn ready, because Super Action Bros is coming your way. And finally, the dark and spooky side of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. That's right, boys and girls. Get ready for some scares. It's Eyes in the Dark with Chewy, Evan, and James as they watch classic horror movies and some of those that were made just as a quick cash grab. Well, everybody, that's all the shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Odds are you're listening to one right now or I wouldn't even be here. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to subscribe to us and sit back, relax, and enjoy another fine Stuff and Things Network podcast. All right, the legend's too far. Take this rope and pull it apart and tie it together. We're going to rappel down. This rope is 60 years old. Will it hold? Don't think so. Bad answer. You're listening to Super Action Bros, a podcast talking about movies with explosions and car chases. And uh, seeing the true tensile strength of... Uh, of 60-year-old rope. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Super Action Bros. I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Welcome to... it's Guys, it's the holiday season. It, wow. is, it is December. Jingle, jingle, jingle. It is jingle, the first jingle, week of our, of our new theme month, which is, uh, which is a white elephant gift month in which we have asked our fam- friends and family to give us action movie presents for us to watch uh and uh we have received one this week in the form of boy have we in, in the form of a movie my dad recommended because this is my i actually remember pretty fondly my dad loving this movie when i was oh, a really? kid oh boy and did I'm you why. see this movie as a kid yes really yes i did oh, not right. like a kid kid i was probably like nine okay so but i mean it it, it was mostly the action stuff but it was a little yeah. movie by the name of cliffhanger uh which which was in the 90s for a while like a thing people were talking about like this yeah. was this was movie was parodied multiple times the opening of this movie i it's, think is what everyone remembers it's pretty easy to parody this movie it is uh ace ventura 2 did it quite effectively yeah. with that raccoon <laughs> 
It's so funny. Uh, I still laugh at that dumb movie. Anyway, uh, so before we get into that, though, before we get into the holiday merriment of opening our first gift and talking about it with you, uh, there's a couple ways you can reach out to our show. If you'd like uh, to do that and let us know some movies we should watch uh, in the coming new year, you can do that uh, by going to our website, which is stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Uh, you can click on the Super Action Bros artwork uh, and be taken to a page where you can uh, subscribe to us right there on the page or listen to the show. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Boom, get the show right on your mobile device uh you can also reach out to us uh via uh via social media we have twitter facebook instagram tumblr uh, and also a little website called letterboxd uh, where you can post your own movie reviews uh so all of that there on the website you can click on those and boom go there uh you can also uh, reach out to us individually uh, on the internet by clicking on our photos but if you want to do that right now you can reach out to me ian at, at irich that's at i-r-i-t-c-h i'm on twitter also ryan roop r-y-a-n-r-u-p-p-e you can also email us by hitting the big contact us button on the front page of the website and filling out the form selecting our show and shooting us an email so all of that at stuff and so ryan yeah cliffhanger Oh boy, I'll tell you what. <laughs> so uh, Ryan, this movie is very 1993. Have you seen this movie before? I have not. You, this is the first time watching it? This is my first time seeing it. But you're familiar with the, the scene that everyone well, you know, parodies, I mean, right? I didn't know exactly what was going to happen. I, I know I'm, I'm familiar with the scene from the parodies, but I wasn't sure which way it was going to go. Gotcha, okay. Uh, and, and I'm familiar in general with the concept of this movie, you know, climbing. <laughs> there is some climbing. There's yep. quite a bit. Um, so my memory of this is I remember watching it with my dad. I must've been about like nine or 10 when I first saw this movie. Um, and you know, at the time I think there was a lot of hype around it. Like, yeah, I mean, it was Sylvester Stallone hadn't done like a big movie in a while. Yeah, and it, and it's definitely something different than. And the, he tends to do that. He'll sort of disappear for a bit and then come back and yeah, and do some movies and do some movies. But like this was a this was a, this was a big deal. In the Actually, 90s. he had done Rocky pretty recently. And I think the reason it was is most fondly remembered is probably for that opening scene. Like that opening scene is super duper memorable. And uh, in Especially, my opinion, the movie kind of starts ta- just going on a taper off after that. Um, well, but, but the opening scene has like very little to do with the major plot of this movie. It's just no, like a really nerve wracking. Well, well it, it done sort of scene. sets it sort of sets up some emotional things that happen later. Sure, but but for the most part, like the main plot of this movie has very little to do with that scene. <laughs> very true. little to do with the scene. So Sylvester Stallone had been in Chop and my Stop and my mom will shoot in ninety two. <laughs> he was in <laughs> both this and Demolition Man in two thousand three or in nineteen ninety two. I was like two thousand three, and my then uh, and then. Specialist Assassins is ninety ninety five was Judge Dread. Man, he really hits and misses when it comes to movies. Huh? He sure does. Uh wow. so speaking yeah. of speaking of that, let's talk Sheesh. about the cast and crew of this movie. Uh so it's a Sylvester Stallone movie. He is the uh he is the guy. He's the main guy. Uh it's directed by a director named Rennie Harlan, um, who you may know from directing Die Hard Two. Deep Blue Sea. Uh Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, that's that's definitely a movie he directed. Uh, the Legend of Hercules recently. Um, he's directed some episodes of White Collar and Burn Notice. Oh, he, direct, um, he directed Exorcist the Beginning in 2004. That was like one of the two weird Exorcist movies that came out around that time. Yeah. Long Kiss Goodnight, Cutthroat Island. Uh, oh, he did Cutthroat Ford Island? Fairlane. Yeah, he did Cutthroat Island, the he movie did. that killed pirate movies for a long period yes, of time. Yes, he did. Oh, boy. Uh, the Adventures of Ford Fairlane, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> and then it was written by uh several people get writing credits in this movie it's sort of weird and complicated but john long is credited for the premise michael france 
is credited for the screen story, and then the screenplay is Michael France and Sylvester Stallone, who, like, Sylvester Stallone is actually, like, a film writer. He wrote Rocky uh, before he made it. Uh, He is, besides being, you know, sort of Sylvester Stallone, he he is actually a pretty good movie writer. Um, And so there's the cast. Let's talk about the cast. Sure. There's Sylvester Stallone. Of course, playing the titular role of Cliffhanger. The one no. who hangs on um, cliffs. His name is Gabe Walker. Yeah. Uh, forgetful name, forgettable name number one. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they say his name Gabe over and over again. Yeah. And then there's Michael Rooker. Yes. Also in this movie. So Michael Rooker. Uh, I love mm. Michael Rooker. He's... It's, but he's had like a renaissance since Walking Dead where like been, he's... Like, I, I, like we keep watching things where I'm like, oh, Michael Rooker's in that. I never recognized him as like an actor or a person until The Walking Dead, and now I keep seeing him everywhere. He's in Mallrats. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He's, I mean, he's also in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what he's no, most yeah, well he's known. He's most for well now. known for Guardians that of the Galaxy and, uh, and, Walking Dead. and Walking Dead. But he's been on, in just tons of stuff. Yeah, like he is. He is a working actor who, like, has just done so many and a lot of like. Let's be honest. A lot of bad things. Yeah, he has. He has. But he's but he gets paid for them. He does. You know, he was on make an episode living. of Chuck and on an episode of Law and Order and in the movie Jumper. Michael Rooker is kind of becoming one of those like Comic Con fan favorite type people. He is. You see. Where where they're starting people are just starting to put him in movies. Yeah. Because like it's oh well, you know, we got a role for Rooker. He could he, he could, could do, do it. it. <laughs> uh, uh who he's, else? he's great. So he's sort of angry and he also his character in this movie, Hal Tucker, is the other generic name. Generic name number two. <laughs> Gabe Walker and Hal Tucker. Don't get those mixed up. <laughs> we'll just call them Rooker and Stallone for yeah, the duration of this. I was watching the movie. Um, uh, we also, and then we have... Where do you want to go? We have the big bad. Let's, let's hold him off because he's right. the best part of the movie in my opinion. Well, <laughs> and I'll tell best. you why he's the best part of the movie is because he's horrendously miscast. But that's <sighs> what makes it so good. Um, and he's not a bad actor. He's a great no, actor, no, no, in fact. Good. Um, Janine Turner is our main girl. Yeah. She's, she's been in Northern Exposure <laughs> and Steel Magnolias. So she, yep. Not too her. much. No, I mean, she's a working actress. She's been in a lot of other things. It's just nobody remembers it. She's on Friday Night Lights. She's on, you know, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. She's in Miracle Dogs 2. Uh, she's in the TV movie Walker, Texas Rangers Trial by Fire. So, I mean, she has been making things just because you haven't seen them. It's true. This movie movie has a plethora of nineties actors though. It has a, like I would say a, a a whole lot of nineties, like that guys. Yes. Absolutely. That have been in a lot of other stuff. Uh, Rex Lynn. Yes. uh, Who is sort of the, the, the bald, I guess he's an FBI guy. Yep. He's an FBI guy. He's, he's on, apparently he's also in Miami. He's also on in Django Unchained, which you still have not seen. Uh, he's in rush hour. Yes. Uh, he was on better call, better call Saul. Yep. Uh, he's just, he's just been in a million things. Um, Caroline Goodall. Yeah, Caroline Goodall. So a lot of the bad guys in this movie have a guy with a singular name. Yeah. Leon, Leon, who was also in, you know what else he's from? You know what else he's known for? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not the professional. Feel the rhythm. Oh, uh, cool running. Yeah. <laughs> also above the rim. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, the other one, the the two that I I really recognized um, right off the bat were um, Zach Grainer. Okay. Who plays like one of the FBI guys? He, you've seen him in things. He's the like the bald uh, the bald bug eyed kind of dude. When you see his picture on IMDb here, you'll you'll, oh, okay. you'll, 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 right. you'll know who that is. 
Um, Don S. Davis uh, is is in this movie. He's another one of those like. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's another one of those guys who's like in different things. Uh, what's the other dude? Uh, oh, where's the other guy? Uh, very, very. Bruce McGill. Yeah, Bruce McGill's briefly in this movie. Very briefly. You know, and you know what he's most well known for, right? Uh, I mean, he's known for playing a lot of stuff in the nineties. But his what is what his first film role was? No. He was in Animal House. Oh. <laughs> he was D-Day. He's the dude who rides the motorcycle uh, through the that's house. That's right. Yeah, he, he does was. The, does the William Tell Overture on his throat. He has a very long filmography. He really does. He's, he's, he's in a lot of stuff. And then there's the FBI director. for like 30 seconds. Is it Paul Winfield? That's the guy who's the FBI director guy. That guy was in like a, so many 90s movies as like, like for lack of a better term, black FBI guy. Oh, yeah. Like he's, he's a black that, FBI guy. Yeah, that's 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 who you get. Uh, um, also, also, this movie, it turns out, is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Why? Thor is in it. So Thor is a, in it? Singularly named actor <laughs> credited as Thor, Thor. playing Thor. <laughs> he's also in Cutthroat Island. So let's talk about our villain. Oh, yeah. We got we to gotta talk about so the the big bad of this movie is John Lithgow. Yeah. <laughs> so with, why? wait wait no, no, let's let's put a caveat to it. It's not just John Lithgow, it's John Lithgow with a bad British accent. Oh man. And it's and it's especially bad because most of his co-stars have authentic British accents. <laughs> and it and it makes his worse. Oh, absolutely. By comparison. Yes. It it is not a good accent. No. And it is not reliable. No. It comes and goes very very regularly. Correct. Uh, I guess some of the other people they wanted for this role. Because uh, I know I could tell you, I was going to say, he wasn't the first choice. Was no, he? no, clearly not. No. Uh, the, the first, you know, Blue they saw Sky. Di- they saw Die Hard. The first Blue Sky choice was David Bowie. What? They just wanted a, you know, like a cool, collected British guy. I mean, I guess he's the opposite of Stallone. Like he's thin. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And then, and then I guess uh, they had cast Christopher Walken and then Walken backed out. <laughs> Walken would have been amazing. Where's the where's the thirty million dollars? Oh, would have been it would have been great. You know what love means, right? Sacrifice. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just been... shot that woman through the chest. We're partners again. It looks like bald man. <laughs> oh, <I would've, laughs> it's a bad Christopher. Oh, Walken it would have been so much better than than his bad British accent. <laughs> um, My bad yeah. Christopher Walken impression yes. would have been way better. Mm-hmm. I feel like okay. So when I watched this movie, I, you and I saw two different things. What I saw was, and I think we're both kind of right in our own ways. Mm-hmm. I saw Die Hard in the Mountains. Yeah. Where it's guy who doesn't deal with this sort of situation always having to then fight against these these guys who appear to be super criminals, but really they're just thieves. Well, no, I think that <laughs> I think we're supposed to understand that they're all like, like former secret agents from other countries yes. outside of the United States. Yeah. But so, like, I feel like the reason they were like John Lithgow is okay is like, well, they got you know they got that other kind of fancy acting dude from in Die Hard, yeah. to play like a bad guy. So let's, <laughs> what's his name again? Uh, no, I know who he is, but like that's what they were talking about. Like, yeah. Oh, some guy, Alan Rickman. Or yeah, whatever. British accent. Yeah, you gotta have a British accent. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's a bad guy. And that's how I knew like they're tr- they're a little part of them is like we need to rip off Die Hard. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> hilarious that Randy Harlan is the director of Die, Die Hard, Hard too. too, and he had said when they were making this movie, I don't want to make another Die Hard too. <laughs> and well, guess and what? Yeah, originally this movie was called Gale Force, and and the the movie because of the winds, and it was a it it didn't take place in the mountains, but took place on a coastal city where a hurricane was coming, and otherwise the plot was the same. But then they realized like the special effects for Hurricane were 
on the one hand, very expensive, and on the other hand, would be difficult to achieve successfully, even with a lot of money. So they're like, well, what if we, uh, what if we put it in the mountains, made it like climbing and whatever? Yeah. And there you go. There's cliffhanger. <laughs> so that's the people who made this movie. So Ryan, yeah, it's this. In you the nineties, I, I think it's Die Hard. You said a different movie. Oh, it's 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 a joke. The movie. I, I, I have you not seen that? No, I've never seen it. We should. Watch I know it what my dad it. might pick. Uh, <laughs> by by it, my dad, you mean you? <laughs> no, no. I mean uh, anyway. If you tell him uh, I hadn't seen it, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's fine." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Under siege. I said it was Under Siege in the Mountains. Under Siege is Die Hard on a boat with Steven Seagal. Oh, okay, yeah. I've never so, seen it, but I know so what it's, it is. it's it's, you know, just sort of one more step removed in terms of crappiness. Yes. Oh god, no, not Steven Seagal, please. Oh. Have we we haven't gotten to the bottom of the barrel yet to get to Steven Seagal. We haven't even No, no, it is it is by far Steven Seagal's best movie. Oh man, I guess we guess we have He plays the, the show he yet. plays the ship's cook who happens to know kung fu. Uh he's a formal special forces. Anyway, um so yeah, no, I mean it's 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 absolutely there were so many movies that in the 90s that could be described as die hard in blank. Yes. There's definitely die hard on a train. Actually, that's under siege too. Uh there's 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 die hard in a mall. Um there are so many movies that can be described as die hard in blank. Uh, there's, we may be watching one next time. You'll see, oh, boy. <laughs> um, but this one is, is without a doubt, die hard in the mountains. Uh huh. I absolutely agree. That's, yeah. that's what I think. Um, so, okay. so with that, we can talk, we can start to talk about sort of themes and, and the MacGuffin because it's real easy <laughs> if you've seen die hard. And if you listen to our show from last year where we talked about die hard, it was last year, two years yep. ago, uh, listen to our show where we talked about die hard and then. You'll hear that. So Die Hard, it, by the way, is great, and that's why they kept trying to make another Die Hard. Yes, exactly. It was like it an unexpected so hit. Um, so let's talk about what a MacGuffin is. So Ryan, what yeah. is a MacGuffin? Uh, it's a Alfred Hitchcock uh, filmmaking term. It, it, it generally just means sort of the the thing that doesn't really matter, but but everybody's trying to get. It's the you know it's it's just the thing in the in in. Um, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's the Ark of the Covenant. Everybody's right. trying to get the Ark of the Covenant. So, in, so it's it's the driving force in the movie, in a sense. Okay. Yeah. So, so in Cliffhanger, what is the MacGuffin? Yeah, in the Cliffhanger, actually, we got a good classic MacGuffin. It's three briefcases full of money, thousand dollar bills, direct from the Denver Mint. Which, ironically, the Denver Mint doesn't actually print uh, bills; it only mints coins. Hence, the Mint. Uh, and and so, <laughs> and so, even with the largest denomination of coin that that the Denver Mint makes uh three th- the amount of money in this movie would have weighed uh about 2500 pounds so you checked the imdb trivia i did <laughs> and somebody wrote that in there yeah okay well there you go <laughs> i've actually I've, I've been to the Denver man oh neat they make pennies and stuff they don't make thousand dollar bills well not anymore not after this incident i mean <laughs> so expensive to heat the thing <laughs> dumbest joke um so i know a million dollar so oh, so God, so that's so I, I feel like that's a pretty clear pretty obvious MacGuffin. yeah what are some of the themes in the movie though right uh there's uh, man, okay the themes are the, let's are let's stretch it a bit in the bad guys well look but there's more to that i think theme the, of like I friendship think, and camaraderie i think the opening gives a bit of theme that never really 100 percent gets resolved. yeah they, it just they, magically fit gets fixed yeah they, they never deal with it but they do resolve it yeah they're just sort of like, well, you know. 
Well, and there's the whole theme of like, well, and like running away and like how that's bad. How yeah, running away from your problems is and, and, and dealing with it in that way is not the way to deal with the problem. So let's saving say you know trying to help somebody even if it could yeah hurt them yeah. So let's talk about we'll we'll talk about that. We'll come back to that. Let's talk about the thing that everyone remembers from this movie, which is the opening sequence of yeah, this movie. The girl falls and dies. That's not. But there's more to it than that. Uh, sure. But but like okay, there's a lot of tension. There is a lot of tension. Like even now, I was like, just reach up, grab Stallone's arm, just do it. Stop. Don't. I'm like, I know she's gonna fall. Like I see yeah. this movie, and, see, and she's. I, I didn't know that she was gonna fall. I gotta give that actress credit. Whoever the actress who played Sarah, whatever her name yeah, was. Yeah. Oh man, she was selling it. Like, I don't want to die. Please don't let me die. Like that would oh, be that me in that situation. Like, I, was I was like, oh, I was bummed out as that was happening. Because <laughs> at least like in most movies where somebody's about to die, they sort of like bl- like like blandly accept their fate, and they're like, okay, well. But she was she, was she did so not want to die. And I and I like the part where they where she drops the stuffed animal dog just so we can see how high <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's so good. Like that scene is the best part of the movie. It's like all front loaded. It's like oh, this yeah. huge, no, awesome opening of this movie. It's the best part of the movie. It is. Absolutely. And it's like, it's over in 15 minutes. We're like, God, like if that was the whole movie, it was like cliffhanger. That was it. Like, yeah, <sighs> I think the movie would end, you know, not fully resolving one specific aspect. No, but and like, you want to know how, how that part resolved, but you never find out. Oh, man. Then you could call the movie cliffhanger. cliffhanger. My God. Like, but like, that segment is so good that it I is. think that is the reason people remember this movie. Oh yeah, because without at, question, the rest of the movie is super forgettable plot. But that part the is like the movie so is, memorable. Is like slowly picking off the bad guys. Yeah, it's Die Hard again. Yeah, it's, it's Die, Die Hard. Hard again. But but <laughs> that part is is something we never get from Die Hard. That's only implied. Yeah, but it's easily the best part of this movie. It's. I mean, we could. Uh, there's so many good things in that. Like Michael Rooker is great in that opening scene as sort of like, sort of like a douchebag, but like, <laughs> yeah, <kinda. laughs> yeah, I hurt myself. And you know, this girl who doesn't really know anything about climbing, we're stuck on this mountain. Yeah. Right oops. <laughs> My, what was I taking rare to do? You ask? Well, <laughs> I'm Michael Rooker. Yeah. Look at my curly hair. It'll be gone in a few years. Oh, um, bad, man. Hey man, he's, he looks, he, he's one of those guys who looks cool ball. Yeah, like he, he does. pulls it off. Um, so we got a weird blue mohawk in his face. Yeah. Also because he's an alien. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, Stallone shows up. He's like, Hey, everything's going to be great. Nothing could possibly go wrong in my life. Everything's great. All the yeah. equipment works great. <laughs> Oops. How many people decided not to do mountain climbing or any sort of activity like this? There's a disclaimer in the credits that say that that, that brand of harness had specifically been modified to break the way it did in the movie. <laughs> like the manufacturers were like, okay. But, if you're going to show our guys, product seriously. malfunctioning, yeah. you have to admit that it doesn't normally do that. Yeah. That's Climb the Rocky Mountains. Like I have to. Yeah, they actually enjoy our national parks they actually shot most of this in the italian alps of course they did uh, it's cheaper <laughs> probably but they did some pickup shots in in durango oh okay well there you go um but yeah that's like it's such a tension filled scene and like i said they they, they just made fun of it really and, honestly, and the fact the that they pay it off and actually kill her like i was I was not expecting that. That's pretty surprising. Yeah. This, Again, that is the reason people remember this movie. Yeah. And this movie is rated very R. And <laughs> and I was reading about it that it was a, the original cut of the movie first got a, a NC-17 rating back because of violence. And they and they made a lot of the fight scenes much less gory. 
Well, I mean, okay, we'll talk about the fight scenes because there's that one that's pretty like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of them, really? This not, uh, those uh, really uh, they, uh, they had to cut out a lot of gore. Also, uh, the part with the rabbit, originally the rabbit dies. Oh, wow. And it explodes in, in in blood, and then uh, and it tested so badly that Sylvester Stallone personally put up money for them to reshoot the scene with the rat. Because <laughs> they're like, "What did you like about the movie? Oh, opening sequence is great. I like how he finally wins in the end." And what did I can't you believe like? they that killed rabbit, the rabbit? The rabbit, man. I just can't. I can't do it. The rabbit would make you know. Me it's not it's true though. Like people are fine with human beings dying, but yeah, you kill you an kill animal, a dog or a cat. Out. Oh yeah, people are gonna be bummed out. But like, yeah, that that opening sequence is the honestly. If you haven't seen Cliffhanger, watch, watch the, the first 15, 15 minutes, minutes yeah. and at least at the very least. Um, but then we move on from there. <laughs> so a year ra- later, racked year, with guilt, yeah. Stallone runs away, and a year later returns to the mountains where he meets some 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 typical nineties comic relief. Yeah. Where he meets Encino Man characters. Yep, one of whom will not make it out. No, the other one, the other one might Barely not have made it. Makes it. The no, no, he one. makes it. Does he? Yeah, the 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 old man helicopter pilot. Yeah, but then he's gonna fly him back to the hospital. It's like, oh, oh wait, there's right. more people. So maybe if we didn't no, no, see I, him, I kind of got the feeling because we didn't he see him. him off. Yeah, he dropped him off and came back. He's got a helicopter, man. By the way, everybody, every likable character in this movie, just about dies pretty uh, almost like anybody who's nice just genuinely nice it's like the thesis of the movie is like if you're nice you're gonna die yeah exactly (laughs) um nature will eat you alive so let's talk about the action beats in this movie because there's there's quite a few oh yeah absolutely so there's the whole entire plane sequence the plane sequence is incredible and apparently had to be shot in the united states because it was illegal to shoot in europe (laughs) i'm not surprised yeah um but and apparently that like the insurance company wouldn't insure the scene really or the actors or anything because they had to like zip line from one plane from one to plane to another yeah oh man that was awesome though. yeah it was pretty cool and by the way these people from the mint are carrying fully automatic machine guns yeah i mean that's a you know military fully automatic i can understand pistols ryan right. fully automatic machine guns hey. in an airplane <laughs> i say nay to thee sir i, I don't i don't know anything about it's it. added but you know why it's, it's easy it's it's a term that by the way it's a term that i want to start doing for the podcast that i i've said many times in the past that right. um it's not just my term but it's also something that uh chewy made and we'll probably talk more about it next time uh that that sort of weaponry uh-huh. was added for one reason movie value oh to yeah, add cool. movie value that, that's what it is. It's movie value is anytime you add something to a movie just for for the heck of it, just yeah. because it'll make it cooler for yep, the movie. That's what it is. So does. it adds movie value. Movie value. It's like it's like it's like it's like when you get like you know, hey, we're gonna give you a slightly larger fries that are gonna be less expensive with the combo meal. It's a value. It's yeah. a value to you. It is a value. So rather than just having them all have pistols, they have machine guns. Why movie, movie value? value. <laughs> because right, you know what looks neat, looks does, cooler. It does look neat. And that movie, whole scene is movie value. Movie value is also a term you use when you're like, well, why would they do this in this movie? Ryan, movie value. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're add, adding movie value. So, so they blow up the plane they and, do. and, but, but all oh, those, those three boxes full of cash drop into they the do. Rocky mountains. They do. They drop and then they and have to, then and then the, the plane the crashes. Plane full of bad guys crashes and some of the people. All die. because the FBI agents or whoever they were, that the 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 whatever the Federal Trade Commission, yeah. <laughs> whoever is whoever is in charge of transporting this money with their fully automatic machine guns, shoot at the enemy plane and down it. Yeah. Well, yeah. One of them, he, the John, not John Lithgow, but uh, but one of the other guys shoots everybody on the plane except for the pilot. And then, and then, as the pilot's about to leave the last guy off the plane, one guy didn't get killed enough, 
and so he takes the fully down. automatic machine gun, and kills both the pilot, and shoots up, shoots just the heck out of this little private jet. That yep. The, that the terrorists. Are that using. is precisely what happens. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> uh, and so then it's they crash. So, good. It's so bad. It's and. So bad. And then they they stage did a radio make a call. fake distress call, and then they call, and then and then Stallone and Michael Rooker are like, "We don't like each other because you made my girl." But there's a storm, so they can't just helicopter out. So they got to go climb the mountain to That's save right. these people. They absolutely and do. They need insulin because the the guy lies about it. And need insulin? Would you have thought of that? I love the and little that cut. that one line is enough to add this movie to the Wikipedia list of movies that mention diabetes. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Not like, uh, not like Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, where it's a plot point. They just don't ever call it diabetes. They just call it. Is oh, that not caught, on the Wikipedia I, entry for, for yeah, movies? It is? It is? It is? Okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, no, actually, I don't know if that one is, because they never do say diabetes. Yeah, well, they get Or insulin. He just yeah. says, I need this magic juice because of all the candy I ate. <laughs> just like in real life. I yeah. need this magic juice because of all the well, candy I the, ate. There's different types of... There's different that's types. diabetes. That's type 2. Okay. Diabetes. Um, but anyway, so so yeah, so then they go... I and, know my dad has type 2 diabetes. And and they, they have a fight on a cliff, you know, just kind of arguing. And then they decide, well, you know, we'll keep fighting after we rescue these people. Uh, and then it turns out these people are bad guys. Yeah. And so then... And they force them by gunpoint to go find the first case in which and, Stallone climbs the... the and the they take away his jacket. Yep. So now he's cold. And then and, and then, then he finds, finds the, the money. And, and then they keep shooting at him and it causes an avalanche. He well, yeah, the they're, they're going to the kill avalanche. him. By the way, Michael Rooker, I don't know how he lived the whole time. They, the, He and, and Sylvester Stallone get get hurt a lot of times. But Not I only think that, but Michael Rooker multiple, multiple times tries multiple to, 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 no, multiple times tries to outfox the bad guys. And instead of being like, we're, if, if, if that happened to me, we're like, kill the guy when he gets down here. And they go, oh, he's going to kill you. I'd be like, I'd kill this guy and be like, no, 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 we're keeping you alive. Let's keep going. So that's just alone. Michael yeah. Rooker is now dead. Like yeah. that, like, but no, no, they just like, oh, you're not John Lithgow. I guess not. I guess. Yeah. My, the, the brilliant, you will never criminal be Dr. Line. John big booty. I guess not. <laughs> By the way, okay, let's sidebar on this. Uh-huh. I have breaking news, Ryan, okay. <laughs> which I've told you, but I haven't told our listening audience. Many years ago, we watched a Wasn't movie with John name? Lithgow. 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 Sorry, John Lithgow. Um, with it, um, Called 30 Rock from the Sun. No, no, 30 Rock from the Sun. That's a way different show. Third Third Rock? Third Rock. That's oh, the, referring to, to the Earth. It. It's referring to the Earth. Because they're aliens and they come to Earth. Have you seen third? You never seen Third Rock from the Sun? I've seen like maybe half. An they're aliens and they come to Earth. No, it was it was like the Simpsons. Their bodies were all switched around. Like the oldest mm-hmm. one, the smart wise one, is in just Gordon Levitt's body, and the uh, young kid one oh, is in just Gordon Levitt. Yeah, oh. and French Stewart's in there. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, and I think he's the more like uh, a more effeminate one, but he gets oh. in French Stewart's body. His body, like they're supposed to have, and then like a kind of more like mm, like you know I'm tough kind of person's in the. In the, lady. in the lady body, uh, okay. and she ends up falling in love with Newman. Anyway, uh, in the show. Uh, so anyway, uh, going back to it, uh, I have changed my opinion on the movie Buckaroo Banzai across the dimension. It's good. We it's should just maybe revisit good. it. Maybe we should. We'll, maybe we'll look into revisiting some movies next year. Maybe that might be maybe maybe something we look into. Watch Matrix Revolutions. Again. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Never. No, never again. Um. Okay. So let's. Uh, so but, then. So getting back to it, though. Stuff. You know, some things happen. The next important they slowly scene. Slowly pick off the bad guys. Yeah. Well, the next important scene happens really when uh, Sylvester Stallone's girlfriend gets involved. Yes, and, and then she they, ends up out there and. 
he he breaks a glass case that has a sweater in it. Puts right. Sweater on. Yes. And then he 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 sleds down a, a hill on a man yep. whose face gets burned up oh, from yeah, the, the snow from good. snow heat from snow burn. He gets no, no, snow it's, burn. It's, snow is rough. It is. And if you're going that fast and yeah, using a body, go. yeah, you're gonna. Get I have hurt. sledded and and I have hurt myself. I have sledded as well. Yeah. Believe it or not. Even though I've always lived in California, I've been to the mountains. I sledded. Oh yeah, sled. no, I used to just go in my backyard. And do I it. used to enjoy it. I, I, you know, I like I, I use the traditional sled, mm-hmm. but I much prefer the trash can lid. Much oh, yeah. faster mm-hmm. speed. We, I mean, like, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't get like National Lampoon's Vacation speed where, oh, okay. like, where I we, had a we hole had in both it, a, like. a a metal rail sled and then we had <coughs> the trash can sleds, but they were basically they were plastic molded sleds. Yeah. That were trash can for sledding, but they weren't trash can lids. But they, they looked like, but they were yeah. the shape. The yeah, no, they, shape. They, no, I mean, we we didn't we didn't have the round ones, but they were long and oh, okay. You could you could really like get yourself running and throw yourself in there, and this is fast. All right, and it hurt when you put yourself through a fence. <laughs> no, Ryan, no. <laughs> uh, with your head, but uh, but being a boy, you write your name in the snow, go home. Okay, your name and so with your pee. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. Ladies can't do that. Well, I mean, well, they can actually. It's There's, more work. Do you know? Yeah, fun, nope. Fun talk side about note, it. they made they specifically made a device that allows women to do Excellent. that. Excellent. <laughs> so equality. Equality. I'm one more one it. more step. Get, um, get one so, of those for Christmas. <laughs> um so uh okay. So yeah, we keep getting off topic. Uh, so yeah, Stallone hides in a cave overnight and they burn the money to keep warm. Uh, Makes a joke about it. And yeah, yeah, and uh, joke in the whole movie. And then there's the part where the where the where the guy jumps off the cliff, like the 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 you know, it's up, dude. Guy jumps off the cliff because they're because yeah, they get shot at because the they're they're monsters. One of them dies before he jumps to the cliff. The other one parachute shot. Yeah, maybe he's alive. Maybe he's not alive. Turns out he's alive. Some wolves try to eat him. Old man man helicopter pilot saves his life, and then later he's killed. So, but let's talk about the fight scene that matters the most. Sure, the one in the cave. Yes. Oh yeah. That's definitely, that's definitely that's definitely the, the best that fight. That is scene. the best fight. In in the end of this movie has an, a helicopter exploding and there's also a C4 explosion coming up, but this is the best fight scene. No question. Uh maybe second, maybe second. Well, no, no, this is first best. Uh so a man gets stabbed on a stalactite. <laughs> it's so good. And let's be clear, it's a stalactite hanging tight from the, from the ceiling, ceiling, not a stalagmite growing with its might from the ground. That's were, how you, those were, you, were you impressed that I knew the difference? I, I'm, I'm proud of you. Good work, buddy. My grandparents took me to a lot of, uh, of caves. caves when I was a kid. You just left you there? No. It was like those, like, the Grand Canyon Caverns, like oh, those, awesome. those ones. Or like the, the Carls, I went to, I've been to Carlsbad Caverns. Like, I've been to a lot of those, like, caves that are like, there's this big the hole old, in the ground. The old man who, who plays the helicopter man is actor Ralph Waite, who was John Walton on The Waltons. Oh, all right. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. Um, um, he, he, gets, he also he also dies too. <laughs> he's also in Cool Hand Luke. Oh, he so gets, he's been acting for a long time. He gets shot with a machine gun. Yeah, well, everybody does in this movie. Wow, except for Leon, who gets stabbed with a stalactite, and that other bad guy, the Australian dude, well, gets and he shot has with a shotgun. He has a huge knife, and he while making soccer references. He isn't, oh yeah, that that part's pretty bad. Uh, it's <laughs> the only like, time Malcolm Rooker does anything useful in this whole. But movie. I was also embarrassed in that point to be a soccer fan. I was like, well, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to show that you know soccer is evil. It's the devil's. Everybody knows this. <laughs> this was the '90s in the United States. Uh, Everybody knew that soccer was the devil's sport. Well, it was getting popularity. And it was. They, they and cut so that they out. To Knock it off. <laughs> football is America's sport. Football. Football and baseball. See what? See what a bad a foreigner who's really basketball. good at, at soccer will do. Um, but yeah, but no, he's literally stabs. Uh, Stallone holds well, a man's is, body the up. The guy is 
is just trashing Stallone. Yeah. Like he is he is working him. Yeah. And then at one point Stallone That's the one thing I do strength like- while the guy is on his back and then just stands up and overhand presses him into a stalactite that goes fully through his body. That's the one and th- lots of blood drips out. That's the one piece of credit I will give this movie and I'll give Stallone is he didn't act like Rocky or Rambo. No. Like that no, he yes right. yes he fought in certain ways but he used things to his advantage and he a lot of it was just him holding on for dear life. Yeah. Um, or, but it, but it wasn't a lot of like, I'm going to use my brute force to destroy people. Like he has in like things like Rambo and, and, and obviously Rocky, just like punching guys. It wasn't as he wasn't an, a quote unquote action hero. He was more similar to a John McClane. Yeah. Like they're no, no, diehard. They, Again, they definitely diehard. dieharded it up. Um, <laughs> um, and then a C4 explodes on a bridge yeah. <laughs> and then a helicopter he's running in slow motion, motion as he jumps. Yep. Of course. Ooh, which like. Part of me is like, hey, oh yeah, just, for, we forgot about when like they we forgot about the when rope, they, they also repel. Oh, that's right. For, no, first they repel down. Oh yeah, they repel down the old the, rope. But the yeah, the old rope is being oh, rubbed man. against the edge of the cliff, and so it starts to fray. And then they drop, but he there's grabs a lot of, on the. There's a lot of cliff danger in this movie. Well, it is called. And then and then he almost does the first scene again, where it's like, oh no, like that should happen later in the movie, in my opinion. It is called cliffhanger. That should happen later in the movie yeah. with the same like, oh my god, I'm gonna drop her. That should happen further towards the end. Yeah, I think so too. But um. Because that felt like coming full circle. Like, no, she knew how to climb up your body like a normal person. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we get to uh, there's a part where he the, oh the where where what's his name Frank the guy who the guy the f the the, the federal trade commission whatever his name oh, yeah, is yeah. that dude. By the way, all by the way, the entire time the subplot b plot of this movie is there are these like FBI agents looking for. Yeah, they also money. have the transceiver codes or whatever, yeah. so they're also looking for the money because they know that it went down and right. and somebody was was part of it was actually a mole hunt. Yeah, uh, and so it turns out they found the mole. Yeah, um, but then but then then the mole gets gets shot at from under ice and gets yeah. lodged under with, ice with a uh, with a, a CO two powered like you know anchor gun. That's so awesome. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, like like the thing is. Oh, and then Michael those, Rooker like kicks a guy off a cliff and shoots him with a shotgun. Yeah, as well, he's making some of those soccer references. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, but all, all of those shots, like they're pretty brutal, but they don't show the bloody part for more than a second. Yeah, and I think the original cut of the movie was like was much more explicit with the amount of blood and where it was coming from. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then the very end, we have John Lithgow flying a helicopter. Also, also, it's worth mentioning. Everybody in this movie really likes one word that has four letters, starts with an F, and rhymes with duck. It's said relatively frequently, like more than a lot of movies we watched in the show. Four letters. No, 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 no. You don't have to guess it. I'm just telling you that that's it. Uh, Anyway, it's in this movie a lot. I was surprised for a movie in 1993 to have the F word that much. That's not that doesn't star Joe Pesci. I thought that at that period of time, Joe Pesci was the only one who was allowed to say that in movies. It turns out, no, even John Lithgow. Even him was wow. allowed to say that in movies multiple in the 90s. times. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't realize. Yeah, that the the Pesci law had not been enacted. No, yet. okay, yeah, <laughs> like the great Pesci law yeah. of nineteen. The, the you know, if you say if the twenty third amendment to our constitution, you can say it once in a in a PG-13 movie for it to be PG thirteen, yeah. which is why in the movie Oblivion they do say it once because otherwise it would be a PG movie, and it's used really badly. Oh, One day no. I'll make you watch that. Oh no, please not. No, it's you know it's not bad. Um, so. There's a helicopter action sequence. Yeah, helicopter helicopter action sequence. It's not that great. It's but not it's, really it's that great. Good. No. Um, and then the, it's and fun. Then, and then the government finds him and the movie's over. Everything's fine. And they're like, hey, you just hang out on this clifftop. We're going to somehow rescue you. And they're like, 
cool, but not the way that we rescued that lady in the beginning of the movie because that didn't work out. <laughs> roll credits. Yeah, yeah, roll credits. I don't know. Like, to be honest, like, like my- at no point is the Sylvester Stallone, Michael Rooker, you killed my girlfriend situation ever resolved. No. But by the end of the movie, they're both cool with each other because they've been through, you know, they've been through this life and death situation with each yeah. other and, and didn't didn't kill each other or anybody else i mean i'm except for the bad guys i mean the the most memorable part of this movie is the opening what i was trying to say earlier is if you're going to watch this movie truthfully you really want to unless you're going to have it on the background yeah just watch it um watch the first 15 minutes yeah that's it it's it's definitely like go on youtube watch the first 15 minutes and that's it it's 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 fun you know it's a it's a it's a it's one of those 90s movies that you can describe as Die Hard in blank. Yes. And that's, I think, why my dad picked it because I was like, an action movie. He's like, well, my dad also really enjoys Blade Runner. He's like, no, it's sci-fi. I'm like, but it's better than the alternative. And he says Cliffhanger. And I go, I go, all right. You know they what? From it's, it's, I mean, it's time. The title is accurate. I, I was disappointed that there at no point in the movie they say, oh, he's a cliffhanger. Yeah. They never did say that. I, I really like it in movies. I haven't really talked about this on the show. I really like it in movies where someone says, says the, the title, title of the movie. movie. We can start making that a segment. Does someone say the title of the movie no, in this? Not no. in this movie. But no, we'll start yeah, doing yeah. that. Well, yeah, movies going forward. The title of the movie is not spoken. No, it is not. Uh, it's, it's not like in, um, I feel like in the, in the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, at some point somebody says, so we're going on a Star Trek <laughs> Probably. I really like it when that's, I, it's so dumb. It's such a dumb Do you just thing. like look over whoever there you're are, watching with and go? There are some, <laughs> there are some Hollywood writers who tend to do it. Yeah. Who do it every time. Yeah. Uh, and there are some directors who, who make it, who make sure that it happens. Um, but, but for most people it doesn't, but man, I, I love it when a movie says this title and cliffhanger doesn't, and you, it, they could have. Yeah. It wouldn't have been hard. No, it wouldn't have no. it hit a movie like But this. it also could indicate that maybe they weren't going to call it Cliffhanger the whole time. Exactly. That's yeah. what, And that's when you say it was going to be called Gale Force and be take place during a hurricane. Yeah. I don't. I think this works better. I think this is a more yeah. interesting yeah. locale. They, uh, Gale Force actually did come out in 1999. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Let me see who's in it. Anyway, so my final thoughts on this movie, since I was the one who, who's, whose family brought it... Um, I don't know. Like again, watch the first fifteen minutes. the The end of the movie, the the the, the like three fourths. The movie is is not really worth it unless it's kind of on the background. Like I I followed the plot of this movie and I was half paying attention to it. Um, and I I look for stuff. I'm like I'm trying to find something interesting, but I'm just not. It's not grabbing me. Um, I I would say watch it for the opening. After that, you can probably just kind of tune out. Um, because that opening is is one of the most memorable '90s action movie sequences ever. But Beyond that, it's just kind of a basic diehard in a blank movie. That's yeah. the best way I can describe it. Uh, I, I can't find it on IMDb. So maybe <laughs> it's it okay. Come did you watch this alone or did you watch this uh, I watched wife? it with my wife. Uh, she fell asleep in the middle. Okay. But she uh, watched the opening part with She watched her. the... No, no, she didn't actually. She was out running errands. Oh, uh, she missed so the best she missed part. The best part. Uh, and then she fell asleep in the middle. She fell asleep when, when he killed Leon in the cliff, in the in the cave. Yeah. And then later was like, well, where's that guy? And I was like, oh, oh, he stabbed him with a cave. She's like, What? <laughs> I missed that? I'm like, yeah, you fell asleep. She's sitting next to me on the sofa and she just sort of like does the thing where you sort of like nod forward and, you're, and you close your eyes. And I didn't realize that she had done that for you know, 20 minutes or half an hour. <laughs> you were, so she just you, were missed, so, you were so engaged. <laughs> she just film. missed the chunk of the middle of the movie. Right. And, and I woke her up and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Um, 
really, this is a very linear plot. It really is. It's it's really just like this happens, then this happens, then this well, happens. But, then but this I happens. mean, not even that many things happen. It's just sort of like, and now he just has to find the cases before the other guys do, and then and then do stuff to him. Yeah, that's it. And then beat the bad guy, and then get his friend back. Yep, that's it. Yep. I don't know. It's. <sighs> It's it's a movie. It's a it's movie. A, it's, it's a solid it's, B. It's, it's it's a solid B nineties action movie. Yeah. Like that's what it is, and that's what I think. And I think back then it was probably way more impressive. But now we're just like this is this is yeah, no, child's it's... play. So what do you what do you rate this movie, Ryan? Overall, uh, you know it's it's fun. Her, break it's, my dad's heart. What's what's it, what you... <laughs> it's fun, but it's it's pretty pedestrian at this point. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's landmark. That first scene is great because of the tension, but uh, you know. I could take or leave this movie, I guess. Uh, it's it's unquestionably a blockbuster, but I think in in terms of how good is this movie, I, I don't know, maybe a six. Yeah. Six um, six metal ladders welded to the side of a mountain <laughs> that, are, that are connected to a helicopter. <laughs> All right. I, I will give it, um, I'm going to give it six as well, because I would say, they, I would say normally be a five, but that, that one point over goes for that opening <laughs> scene. Uh, and for me, I'm going to rate it yeah. six. Well, six puppies, puppy stuffed animals oh, falling to falling illustrate distance. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, overall so blockbuster, lackluster, at least more. watch it once. Oh yeah. I would it's say a blockbuster. at least like, the, open, the opening, action. the opening sequence is what really pushes it over into that, like Definitely watch yeah, it. I mean, you get to me. see a lot of dudes kill another other dudes. Yeah. And if that's the thing that you're into. There's, and there's some happens. creative ways it happens. Not, yeah. not as good as oh, Diary, yeah. but in some creative yeah, ways. I mean, a happens. guy jumps between two planes. I mean, that's, that's not something you see every day. They do it in, in other movies. Like, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah well, it's there it pretty is. fun. Anyway, so that is uh, that is Cliffhanger, and that is our show. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to the first uh, White Elephant Gift Month, White Elephant Month uh, White Elephant on month. Who's, our show. Who's our next? Who's the next? Who has... Who has drawn the number two? Well, next time we're gonna have a white a, elephant gift month. Next time we are having a special guest. Uh, <gasps> what? Uh, my my roommate and my best friend, uh, Mr. Chewy. Chewy oh, from uh, from uh, the other four color from four color commentary from stuff and things from the other podcast Eyes network. In the dark as well. Uh, he and Eyes in the Dark as well. Uh, he also uh, decided to pick a movie for us, and oh. uh, he has told me what it is, and uh-huh. I will tell you what it is now. Okay. The movie we'll be watching next time is a movie we've been meaning to watch for a long time, and the second he said, "Have you watched this?" My response was. No, but we need to. And he said, so, I will facilitate that for you. He did. And the movie that we'll be watching, are you ready for more Keanu? Because oh, I boy. sure am. I love Keanu Reeves. We're going to be watching Speed next time. Oh. The movie that made, made Keanu. Ke- quotes in, in, in made Keanu. him an action star anyway. Yes, yes, it did. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us uh, for the first uh, week of White Elephant Month. Come back next time when we'll be watching Speed. And remember, whether it's blockbuster or lackluster, we're, we're the, the Super Action Bros. Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.